0: I need to be honest with you, there is no single best way to grow your podcast. Just like growing anything, there are variances, there are variables, there are time constraints, there are financial constraints, and there are methods and solutions that will work for you that simply do not work for other people. So what can you do if you are at a little bit of a plateau, with your podcast growth? Well, I think we should be thinking long term, but that doesn't really help you today. So today I'm going to give you three ways that you can shock your podcast growth and start to move the needle and smash through that podcast growth plateau. I am the host of this there podcast accelerator podcast, Mr. Mark Askwith, co-founder here at Captivate, where we help tens of thousands of podcasts to grow their audience, monetize their influence, and have some fun doing it. This is going to be an interesting episode. I, You know, I'm a marketer by trade. I build things, I scale them, and I help other people to do the same. That's what I do. All right. So I am going to talk about how to shock through your podcast growth plateau. And before I do that, I'm going to live by what I preach, which is I always tell people, you know, listener support is a really cool way to monetize your podcast. Now, I like beer. I'm not going to lie. I like Moretti, the famous premium Italian beer. If you want to thank me for this podcast, if you think, Marco, do you know what? Every time I listen to your show, I get something really good from it. Well, you can buy me a Moretti or you buy me any other beer. Who knows what the mood will be? And you can do that at mark.live support. That's mark.live support. But you're not obligated to do so and all this content is of course free. I'm around, you know, in podcasting. I've been around for a decade now, which is which is terrifying. And I frequent many podcasting communities and without a doubt the biggest question, the biggest question for that last decade is always how do I grow my podcast? How do I grow my audience? And I've spoken before about why this isn't an easy task, and why that might even be the wrong question to ask. Well, the truth is that running a podcast as an independent creator is really tough. It's really time-consuming, and by the time you and I have produced our episodes, we, we often just don't have that mental bandwidth or the physical time to properly market our show, and thus we simply end up in a constant promo cycle that consists of a lot of promotional tactics, such as social media, such as Hey, new episode. But these things don't really move the needle that much, but they feel good to do. I do, you know, I do these. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't do them. I do them, but they don't really move the needle, but they feel like they should because we put a lot of effort into them. You know, we put a lot of time into this. We spend time creating those promos. And what happens is we repeat this with diminishing results and we end up back at the same question, right? I've put all this time in. I've put all this effort in. How do I how do I grow my audience? How do I grow my podcast? Now, if we aren't careful, in my view, this can lead us to, to consider quitting. Because no matter what we do, we don't see any meaningful change. And personally, I think about this a little bit like fitness, a little bit like muscle growth. If we aren't seeing any results, then we've got to change things up. We've got to shock the system. The famous quote, which is attributed to Albert Einstein, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Well, that applies to our podcast growth too. And it's easy to look for the next silver bullet. It's easy to look for (laughs) the $47 course that will 10x your podcast growth. And it's usually rubbish. They are usually not very good, those courses, because it's really hard to grow a podcast. And in order to grow a podcast, you essentially have to learn marketing. That is a fact. That is an actual fact. I had to learn marketing to grow a business. When I first started in business, I started coding websites, and I realized I needed to sell websites in order to be able to code them. So I had to learn marketing. How do I get people to come to me wanting me to build a website and so on and so forth throughout all of my career, building businesses, agencies, software companies, hybrid models with things like podcast websites. They've all benefited from my ongoing education in marketing. But we don't all have time for that. So what should you do? Well, I'm going to give you three ways in a bit to shock that podcast growth into into moving into the right direction. They're not common things that people talk about they're not the normal things such as going guest on more podcasts do some trailer swaps do some feed drops where you drop an episode of your show into the feed of another show and vice versa go and do some co-hosting now they all work i'm not putting those down we we know that if people repeatedly hear you or your podcast on other shows that there's a better chance of them trying your show Then if you don't do any of that, you're going where your audience is. Now we know that they're rarely direct conversions. It's not like I hear a show such as the News Agents USA in the feed of the news agents and instantly think, right, right now, I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to get out my phone or get out whatever I'm listening on say I'm driving in the car, I'm going to pull over and I'm going to go back. I'm going to go and click the link in the show notes or I'm going to go back and search for this new show that I've just heard about and I'm going to follow it so that I can listen to the next episode. That is not how it works. But if I repeatedly hear that, so if I hear like an ad, as you say, a 15 second ad in a podcast I listen to for another podcast, when I'm in the mood and I want a new show, brand recall, we know that brand recall, the data shows that brand recall from listening to podcasts is very, very high. I am more likely to go and find the podcast that I've heard about on other podcasts if I've heard about it a few times. So we know that that works, okay? We know that that works. So I'm not saying don't do any of those things, guesting on shows, trailer swaps and feed drops and co-hosting. not saying don't do them. But what I am saying is it's not as easy for us little people to do that. You know, if you're a big network and a big publisher, you've got audience elsewhere that you can begin to think about migrating over, or you've got budget elsewhere that you can use on awareness marketing. You know, you see billboards even these days. I saw a trailer today uh, for Max Greenfield. If anyone watches New Girl, he plays Schmidt. One of the best characters ever, in my opinion. He plays Schmidt on New Girl. Uh, and he's voicing Barry Allen, The Flash, on, on, on New DC Original Podcast, I think for Apple Podcasts. And they've got a budget for it. They put a trailer out. It was on all of the outlets, things like Superhero Hype, scream Rant, ComicBook.com. It was because they're a brand and, and they get that exposure. We aren't. You know, sadly, we don't have that. So what we've got to think about is like, how, how is our podcast like a startup? How is it like a business? And we know that you should be thinking about your podcast marketing as, as, as that as marketing. And if I think about like how I would build Captivate or how I would build any other business if I was starting a new business today, what would I do? Well, I wouldn't just promote it. I wouldn't just say, Hey, on social media, my, my business exists, my business exists, my business exists. Just, that just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It, 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 simply, it just simply doesn't work. You know, it's part of the marketing mix, but it's not, it's not the be all and end all, but it helps. All right, it's one element of it. Marketing overall is setting out strategic goals. Where do we want to be, when, and who do we want to be there with? And we define those strategic campaigns. We look at targets for them. We look at numbers and we work on channel tactics or channel strategies whereby we say, right, here's our channel strategy for Facebook, which is the channel for Twitter, which is the channel or or social paid social or paid search or organic search. These are all different channels and genuine marketing which is where we have time. Don't, we, you don't always need a budget for it, but we, we, we need time for this, is where we work on campaigns and we say, look, for the the next six months, we are going to work on a campaign where we, as Captivate, for example, will focus on why we only really want to focus on working with the serious independent podcaster. And there might be a campaign around, you know, right, let's do three or t- three to six months on. What is a serious independent creator? And our channel tactics would marry up to that. Our brand positioning would marry up to that. And our, our messaging, the language that we use, would all focus on that campaign. That works for podcasting. But again, like I said earlier, we, we're we not a huge publisher. We don't have time. We're independent creators. So we don't do it. We can't do it because we we don't know how to be a marketer. We didn't start our podcast about Star Wars or d or knitting or property management, whatever you're into, we didn't start that podcast because we thought, oh, this is brilliant. I get to learn marketing. We just didn't. We just didn't, did we? Imagine that. Why did you start a podcast? Oh, just so I could learn marketing. No one ever says that. So it leaves us with this conundrum. It leaves us with, with, with this problem where we think we're marketing, but we're not. We're just promoting And there is a difference. Promotion is one marketing tactic. You know, single transactional promotion of, here's an episode, bye-bye, see you next week. You know, we do that every day on Twitter or Facebook, whatever. We don't really know what to do next. And what I don't want to do is give you like a, a trite answer, which is going to be, well, go and learn marketing. I believe you should. I think you should start by learning copywriting. I think you should start by learning how to create promotional content for your podcast. So the podcast being the product, how do you create other content like a content marketer would do for any other product? So that might be something like Instagram reels or TikToks or whatever, you know, something that you see a lot of of sports podcasts doing this, where they're doing a bit of video work to promote the audio work. And it's, you know, it's a little snippet of audio, but it's really well put together from a video perspective. So yeah, of course we should be doing that, but we should be doing all of these things. And that's why marketing You'll, in, in marketing, you'll often hear the phrase the marketing mix. And it takes time to learn that, but you can learn that. You can get Ray Edwards' copywriting book. You can learn, you can learn paid social. You can learn paid search. There's all, all the resources are there for free out on YouTube and, and, and the blogs of the world. There's a lot out there. So if you do have the time, you can learn these things. But how can you today start to break your growth plateau? Well, you can shop the system. You can shop the system. Because just like growing anything, there is no one method, like I said earlier, of growing your podcast audience. And there surely, as heck, is no silver bullet. That course that says, I promise to do this and 10x your growth using this one simple hack, they're usually absolutely terrible. And they usually just don't work because. They're written by people who have found a way to grow their audience, think it's a hack that will work for everyone, but their financial services podcast benefited from what they did because of their audience. Like, is it going to work for the Star Wars audience? I don't know. You know? So you you, you see my point. It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not a cookie cutter. And that's honestly why you see some of the original communities around podcast growth starting to die out a little bit because the world has changed. If you learn marketing, you learn marketing. That doesn't really change. Tactics change, but principles don't. But if you learn hacks, well, you know, the time for hacks tends to pass pretty quickly. If I focused on building my show through Twitter bombing 10 years ago, which was where I could paste the MP3 file URL of my episode into a tweet, and because of the way that Twitter served that tweet, it would count as a download, the IAB certifications, and the measurements were as advanced back then, so it would boost your analytics. That's what, honestly, people did it. People sold courses on it. And guess what? Hack and loophole closed really quickly. Really quickly that closed. And we've seen it before with like Black Hat SEO and so on, people trying to game Google. And, you know, after six months, their business dies. So you can't hack this thing. Imagination, planning, and long-term focus are key to all marketing campaigns, but the three things I'm going to talk to you about in a second are going to help you to break out of the comfort zone right now that you're in and shock your marketing system, the marketing system that you have in place for promoting each episode. Now, what I want you to think about here is a little sort of preface to this. When I talk about these three things, I want you to think about the goal of growing your show's audience, not getting more downloads per episode. Let me repeat that the focus of this marketing and of your marketing of marketing overall for your podcast should be to grow your podcast's audience, not to increase the downloads of every specific episode. Let me explain. If you focus on growing your episodes, you will go where the audience want you to be at any given time. So if you do an episode that really takes off, you look at that episode and think, well, what worked? What was it? It might be the subject matter maybe you got lucky with a bit of news so you'll try and do the same thing and suddenly your show becomes that it becomes chasing it becomes chasing and that can be difficult it's okay for brand positioning if you do it right but if you if you focus on episode downloads you start to chase the wrong type of numbers however if you focus on positioning your show as a really solid show in your niche in having great content every episode then you grow your audience base your audience base excuse me and the trickle-down effect is that your episode downloads go up and that is true all right because your audience will build around your show not around one transient episode so just just consider that keep that in the back of your mind all right So let me give you three things that you can do today. All right. These don't require really any money. They don't require anything but a little bit of time and a little bit of thoughtfulness. Now, the first one that you can do, the thing that you can do long term is begin to focus more on your podcast SEO, both for web discovery and in-app podcast discovery. So search engine optimization is what SEO stands for. That is the practice of thinking about how people will search for things and making sure that your content is the thing that gets surfaced, a.k.a. gets shown to people when they search for that thing. So let me use my Star Wars podcast as an example. We did an episode around... Uh, you remember the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that came out last year with Ewan McGregor, and Christensen? And when that show ended, we did, we did a massive review set on it. We did a weekly review uh, set of episodes on it. And what we used to do was we just sort of generically named these episodes, right? So let's assume at the end we did, a, and we did do this, at the end of, of all of the reviews, we did a sort of like a reflections episode, which was, you know, is there going to be more Obi-Wan Kenobi? Are we going to see him again? And initially we titled that, will there be more Obi-Wan Kenobi? And we thought, well, okay, that sort of says what we're thinking. That really says what we're thinking. But what about if we subtly change it? So we changed the title of that and we wrote the show notes and we wrote the the the, the, the uh, meta descriptions. We wrote all of those with a new key phrase in mind. And you can use things like ChatGPT to find out what people are searching for. Just ask. Ask Chat GPT, What are some popular search terms for this subject? Go and do it. That's a really useful way of using ChatGPT. All right? What we did with this Obi-Wan Kenobi episode, this final one, was we titled it, Will There Be Obi-Wan Kenobi Season 2? And everything was focused around that. And guess what? It's got more downloads than pretty much any episode that we've had. Because we thought about discovery. We thought about what people wanted to look for. We thought about the questions that people would be asking. Most people don't do that. Most people get super cute with their podcast episode titles. And honestly, they're usually terrible. They're usually terrible. And the reason that they're usually terrible is because people don't think about what they're searching for from the outside looking in. They don't think, what would someone search for to find this podcast episode if they didn't know it existed? Instead, they're looking from the inside out. They're looking at this episode as a podcast host with inside knowledge, thinking they've been cute and clever and sometimes funny with their podcast episode titles. But a lot of the time, it makes no sense. They'll put titles... Like this secret helped this entrepreneur go from zero to a million. And you're like, like, what that's a really long title that sounds a bit clickbaity. And am I gonna read that when I'm driving and I'm looking for a new podcast or if I'm running? Of course not. Now, if I was in the mood and I wanted content like that, I wanted to look at how how to boost my revenue as a business owner. Would it be something like how to boost revenue as a small business owner. Now, yeah, that's a long title. I get it. But it's answering a question. It's something that I would search for, you know, make more money as a small business. And you can refine it, you can refine it, you can refine. And the point of this is to get thoughtful. The beauty of this is if you focus on this now, there are still so many people that don't do this. If you focus on this now, your content will still generate new clicks, new listeners, new downloads in years to come. Because a lot of the questions, unless they're current affairs, don't go away. That's called evergreen content. All right. So number one, focus on your podcast SEO. If you want to learn more about SEO, well, there's so many ways you can do it. You can go to the Captivate blog, go to the Captivate YouTube channel. You can buy an SEO book some great SEO books out there, some basic ones. Just do it, all right? That's a great skill to learn. The second thing you can do to shock your podcast audience growth is to stop thinking about, I suppose, just producing the podcast and to go and do something newsworthy in your niche. Now, this could be something like covering an event, It could be covering a new development in podcasting or in your niche or in whatever you do. So thinking about me with that example, something comes out, podcast 2.0, value for value, memberships. I cover it. I talk about it. I give you insight on it. And those episodes always do well. And if you can get there first and you can get there early, you can do really well off this. And another good example of this would be something like TV shows. So this is a this is an example of uh, of something in pop culture that has worked. When and again, let's use Star Wars. So when the Ahsoka series got announced, probably a couple of years ago now, there were so many podcasts that cropped up: the Ahsoka review podcast, the Ahsoka podcast, the Ahsoka, Ahsoka TV show podcast, whatever. They got there early, and they started speculating. Short episodes, speculating. But guess what? Fast forward to August twenty third this year when it's coming out. They're established. They're not huge numbers, but the search engines know about them and they're covering things early. So they're more likely to get focused on and to be delivered as search results than a new podcast that starts the day that Ahsoka TV show comes out. And you can do this with events. You can be the on-site podcast reporter for events in your industry. You can be the person that covers the new developments within your industry. First, you can be the person that will give their opinion on something in the industry first. Now, I know this sounds obvious, and it sort of sounds like it goes against everything I've said about, well, promote your show, not your episode. But this is about shocking the system. If you can generate a spike from one or two episodes of current affairs, then you will, you'll see a lot of attrition from those people. Most of them will go away, but not all of them. And it's not that much more work if I go to Star Wars celebration and I start covering things and I get an interview with some cosplayers or some stars or whatever, I'm going to get a spike in downloads because people are interested in that and it will spread a little bit, especially if I can pull quotes out and some photos and so on, things like that start to spread. And some of those people will stick around. So think about it. The action point from this one is what is your industry? I don't know your industry. It's difficult to give really specifics for everyone, but what's your industry? What's developing? What's developing? What's coming up? Could you even take something? And, you know, (laughs) the the AI trend is something that's fascinating to me. I think there's a lot of people doing um, pointless stuff with it in my industry. But I think there's a lot of interesting ways you can jump on trends like this. Where you could start, let's say you're in the fishing industry. And this is like the most random example. The impact of AI in fishing like what 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 two things can you marry up what what current affairs thing can you marry up with the thing that you talk about your niche how does how do you do that what can you do all right so get thinking do something newsworthy the third thing you can do to shock your marketing and your podcast growth is and this is gonna be old school by the way, a lot of people aren't gonna like this. But start doing something in person within your niche community. Put on a meetup. Put on some events. Set up some live recordings. These things cost really very few pounds or dollars to put together. And your show can even, quote unquote, sponsor the event. Now, the idea of this is that if you've got, let's use uh, my great friend Joe, who runs an knitting podcast here in the UK, you know, Knitting's fairly niche, but there's a lot of bloody people that do it. Start to arrange local meetups, get 30 people together, and guess what? Not all of those people are going to listen to your podcast, but there'll be some people that see on Meetup or on Facebook or whatever, on the communities, that love knitting, that don't know what podcasting is, or they do know what podcasting is, but they don't know what you do, but they love knitting, and they'll turn up because they want to talk about knitting, and guess what? Oh, wow, look at this. There's a podcast about knitting? Yeah, yeah, you just scan that QR code and off you go. So, this is such a simple thing. Like, I've built businesses using this method. We built our Star Wars podcast. It's not huge, but it's all through word of mouth, through being around and talking to geeks like us. All right? So, I know a lot of these methods, including this one, which is probably the most extreme version of what I'm about to say, a lot of these methods are not, they're not revolutionary. But no one does them. Because it needs a bit of time and a little bit of thought. And it needs a little bit of consideration. And yeah, it's a little bit harder than putting some audiograms on Twitter. But is that really working for you? I don't know. Only you know the answer to that. But marketing works. It's just difficult to learn all the facets of marketing that you need in a very short space of time in order to grow your podcast now. So try those three things to shock your audience into growing a little bit. Focus on your podcast SEO. Do something newsworthy in your niche and start doing something in person to bring people together who may or may not know about your podcast. Try them. Let me know how you get along at Mr. Asquith. If you enjoy the episode, hit me up mark.live slash support and you can buy me a beer and I will absolutely use that to buy a beer. But good luck let me know what I can do. Keep doing what you do. Keep sharing your message. Keep sharing your, your love for whatever it is that you talk about on your podcast and keep positively affecting lives and the lives of people that do listen to your show. Remember, you got this. As I said, if you need anything, at Mr. Asquith on Twitter. Much love. Stay safe. Stay well. And I'll see you on the next episode.